This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. It's come to my attention that a veteran-owned company called Nine Line Apparel, which prides itself on ethically sourced products, recently decided to trust but verify their supplier's certifications that the cotton they were using originated in Central America rather than in China. So they had their supposedly clean textile imports professionally tested. Turned out that slave-produced fabric from China was mixed in and passed off as Central American cotton. Nine Line Apparel did the right thing and got rid of all that material, and they reported it to Customs and Border Protection, offering to give them all the evidence they needed from their professional testing facility. But unfortunately, CBP decided not to follow up. They directed Nine Line Apparel to submit a complaint to a generic email box, which was not uh, replied to. When Nine Line Apparel CEO then followed up by calling CBP directly, CBP told him that enforcing this act, this act's ban on slave-produced textiles and other fabric, is not one of their top priorities. Is that acceptable to you? It isn't to Tyler Merritt, my next guest. He's Nine Line, uh, Nine Line CEO and uh, Army Captain, now retired. Uh, Tyler, welcome back. Congratulations on the success of your business. But this really got under your skin, obviously, right? Oh no, it, it definitely did, and and more now than ever to realize that Slave Cotton Joe and DH Secretary Miracus they've got to go. Right. So, I mean, the Uyghurs are are, are enslaved. People just accept that for some reason. Uh, they're because of their religion, and they're Muslim. By the way, it doesn't seem to bother Saudi Arabia or anybody else. And they're they're forced to do this stuff. That's not okay with you. And then when you inform them, why do you think they're not following through? Well, it's profits before all. You know, I, I've had to spend the better part of the last year dealing with uh, lawyers and lobbyists that I never thought I'd ever have to implore. Uh, but, you know, I, I get demand letters from Jones Day representing some very, very powerful organizations that just attempted to stop me from saying their name for almost a year, almost successfully, saying that I was being liable and slanderous and, and, and causing undue you know, pain on their company. And, and what I'm trying to say is that there's a right way to do things and there's a clear wrong way. And I'm all about the gray area. I spent a good amount of my time in special operations living in the gray. But these individuals are taking products, relabeling them made in South America and, and just flooding the market. And everyone who's buying these blank products for their church groups and their school groups who think they're supporting, you know, our friends in Central and South America they're not. They're, they're helping China bolster their profits, and they're keeping people enslaved by, by you know, we are the demand. And, and they're going to continue to grow the supply by enslaving more Uyghurs and growing the slave population. And it's big business. So we fought a civil war over uh, owning humans here in the United States. They have four million of them upwards of 4 million humans that they don't pay. You know, how do you compete with that? I've got U.S. manufacturers here in Savannah, Georgia, 300 awesome, hardworking humans. I can't compete with slave labor, and no one can. Unless we enforce these laws, companies like mine will continue to feel the pain, and, and countries like China will continue to bolster their profits. So, Tyler, when you, uh, when you bring this up, not only are you doing the patriotic thing, you're also doing the thing for business. 
Why do you think that does China pay for these expensive lobbyist firms to the point where they're so they're more powerful than Americans? I think what people have to realize is that you know all of your favorite brands are somehow dependent in China one way or another, right? From the phones that we talk to, the vehicles we drive, to the things we wear, you know, the sheens of the world who are producing you know apparel items landed in your door for less than five dollars. When, when a blank shirt made here in the United States will cost me at least $5 starting off. You know, so I think people are not voting with their dollars because they're not educated. And, and unfortunately, right now, we live in a society where people want to be entertained, not educated. So unless you can make it entertaining mm-hmm. and, and find that spin, you, know, you lose people's attention in, in a very short period of time. So that's what's happened with me over the last year. You know, one, trying to get an audience. Um, you know, on a national stage is almost impossible. You know, no one wants this to become uh, national news because, you know, your, your major um, retailers, distributors, uh, online giants, you know, everyone is dependent on this slave labor, not just from slave cotton. You know, that, that's the thing that I can easily prove with scientific testing. It's, you know, the, the composite of cotton over there versus here is very unique, like a fingerprint. Um, you can't do that with your, you know, cell phones and your cobalts and everything else. But it's it's all mined and managed right. and produced by the same group of enslaved population. And you know, it, it's it's a shame. And I remember can't. sixty minutes did a feature, Tyler, uh, and they showed all the children on the side of a mountain with spoons in some cases digging for uh, rare earth. Yeah, yeah, and and we are supposed to be the ones who are setting the standard. And if the consumption in the United States you know, were to change, if we were to start voting with our dollars, if we were to hold people for a bare right minimum thing. of ethical sourcing, yeah, don't don't have slaves in your supply chain. And if you do, you should not only be ashamed, you should be fined and, and hopefully put in jail, but Senator Mayorkas turns a blind eye. This has been over a year of submitting through every portal, every conversation with his assistant undersecretary providing, you know, inform- this is a slow-moving ship. You know, I can track it. You know what? I want you to hear more. Senator Tom Cotton brought up your line of questioning. Here's more. Mr. Secretary, is enforcing the federal ban on slave-produced products and materials from China a top priority for your department? It most certainly is. Why would CBP have told the CEO of Nine Line Apparel that this is not a top priority? I am. uh, That is not... a reflection of our prioritization of this work, nor is it consistent with our prioritization of this work. And I must say that the act is an incredibly important statute um, that Congress passed, and I appreciate your leadership in achieving it. It is something that we enforce very, very vigorously and need to do so. So do you think he's lying? I, it, it is a pure definition of a paper tiger. Yeah, that, that, that was almost unanimously passed, which never happened in the Senate. Uh, and everyone said we, we are very anti-slave, and and there is no enforcement arm. That you know, it, since this has been enacted, less than you know, a, a half a dozen ships have been stopped. They think less than fifty percent of the actual Uyghur goods are being stopped. And there is no push to the the lowest level of enforcement. You know, there there is no prioritization. So this is a perfect example, of just like in the southern border, where we say one thing, but our actions are completely different. So actions do speak louder. And if they were to hold any of these organizations that I've made mention in the past, you know, Next Level Apparel was the one that I've been uh, testing for quite some time that had been, you know, Sticking their uh, legal department on me uh, for the last year, 
And, and I don't know of anything that's actually happened to them or anyone like them. So I don't think that uh, they are taking it seriously. I think they're just going to continue with these sound bites of we care about securing the southern border. We care about stopping, you know, the importation of, of uh, Uyghur goods. Right. But until this individual is removed, until this administration is removed and we place it with someone who actually cares about following through with the promises the American public wants, this is only going to get worse. So I want you to hear Congressman Michael Waltz on the reason they even though they're, they're trying to impeach him in the House and they got to do it this week because they could lose another vote uh, in a special election on Long Island, which could be happening. You know, the final day is tomorrow to vote. Here's Michael Waltz, Cup 45. Every constituent that I talk to, and it's not just Republican. This has become a national issue, and it's become a bipartisan, just an American security issue. Uh, we can't have a cabinet officer putting us in this position from a national security standpoint, lying to the American people and lying to, uh, and lying to Congress about it. He must be impeached, and I think we'll get it done Tuesday. Do you think it solves everything if he's impeached? I think it sets a clear message that if you hold a position, you know, that's that's supposed to be supporting and upholding the, the Constitution of the United States and you fail to follow through, you, you should be impeached at a minimum. You should likely go to jail. You know, I was an Army officer um, and, and I was charged with following through with the duties and the orders of the president of the United States as long as they remain constitutional. Then it was my obligation to stand up for the Constitution. We have a border, and we are a sovereign nation. And I, don't, I can't think of one country I've ever just stepped across and attempted to do the things that are occurring right here in this country. So respect our border, respect our laws, or be removed from office, and hopefully go to jail for your actions. That's what I yeah. hope. So uh, what about – I saw this ad. I didn't know anything about this company, that Timu ad. What is Timu? Yeah. And you you flagged that. That's a Chinese company? That's Chinese Am- China's Amazon? It, it does seem like it, it's the replacement to Alibaba. It seems like it's the uh, the Walmart, the online of uh, you know, slave products. I have not tested their products, but it's hard to imagine bringing um, those type of products in at those prices – without exploiting humans. I don't know how it would be accomplished. And I've been in the textile industry for well over a decade. I've got materials that's sourced from all around the world. We pride ourselves with manufacturing in the United States, but we work all around the world. And the only place to hit those prices is slave slave, uh, labor. Uh, That's just really it. There's, There's no way around it. So, yeah, if people continue to vote for, you know, with their dollars and buy Sheen and they continue to buy things from, you know, the Alibabas of the world, which is the, a rename of Timu, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I, I think that we're just going to continue down this path of talking about being virtuous on our slave phones, driving our slave vehicles, wearing our slave clothes and, and patting ourselves on the back. So we, we need to take actions and, and vote with their dollars. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now, you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze 
to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. How do we get recruiting up in the United States? I mean, I would love to see some ads, some image ads that show you guys taking the fight uh, in the war on terror. I'd love to see some image ads of you leaving the camouflage for business, uh, for, for a, a, a job in finance that we know happens every day, or a job in education that we know. Talk about the opportunity that the military gives. I see nothing. People wonder why recruiting's down. They're not even using any of the advertising dollars. Maybe they do stuff with the NFL, and that's great. But where are, we, where are the image ads we used to see? Well, I, th- I think they're trying to create a new warrior culture that, that is uh, non-existent. You know, you want sensitive, soft kind warriors says no one you know if you want me to close with and destroy the enemy then give me the tools uh, that i require to do so and then support me but i don't know many people in the military i'm very close with members of the national mission force and individuals who who run the the highest profile missions and, and there's a, a lack of um confidence in that if uh, a hard decision needs to be made at three o'clock in the morning you know is our commander-in-chief going to be able to do so. He's, he's able to, you know, barely able to conjugate a sentence in, in the middle of the day. You know, I, I don't believe that our members of the armed forces feel confident with their commander in chief. Uh, and, and it's hard to market uh, to individuals mm-hmm. that you want as warriors with the current climate that's being set where, you know, the, the greatest threat to the military is inclusive nature and, and racism. I, I've been in the military since, you know, I was a commander repealing don't ask don't tell no one cared if there was people who were homosexual in our unit it wasn't talked about it was all right don't ask don't tell is repealed now can we get back to you know yeah. arrow gunnery and talking about killing bad guys uh it, it's these made-up um nuances that we need to fix something that's not broken it makes people not want to join the military mm-hmm. it wasn't broken we had the, the the most elite fearsome fighting force in the world and then it was taken over by our current commander-in-chief, who is a delinquent. And he, mm. and he assigns matters of national security to absolute idiots. And, and this mm. is what we get. Tyler, thanks so much. Uh, go uh, support him, Nineline, uh, wherever you can. Uh, Tyler, thanks so much. We'll keep the word out about this. And hopefully Mayorkas will be history and this administration will be out the door. Thank you. Thank you, sir. 
Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.